Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. You're listening to us right here on webtalkradio.net. That's webtalkradio.net. Glad to put together a, a program that's a little different for this week's show. Uh, there, There's a person named Larry Kudlow. You may remember him. He used to be uh, the Commerce Secretary under President Trump. He's been known for decades with uh, different shows uh, conservative, and and very good on economics, and and not only good on him. When when he was the commerce secretary, we we did great, uh, all the way up to COVID, uh, the the COVID disaster that hit the uh, pandemic, and and then uh, we had uh, all the uh, all all the shutdowns. But I'm telling you, Larry Kudlow has such an insight, and we're going to play some clips that he did last week because he gives us an insight. An insight in a crazy world. Now, some things are happening that have never happened before when we look at presidential politics. When you think Donald Trump can and can be uh, so different and and just brings uh, people, he makes some people love him, some people hate him. But what happens with Donald Trump saying he's going to run again? Now, what's never been done before is the president of the united states trying to put the number one contender for his re-election in jail i mean even if um i mean just just looking at it you know the the uh, ability for for the left to be so woke that they don't mind copying the banana republics whenever somebody is hard against you what did <laughs> what did putin do he he puts all his opponents that might be close to trying to beat him or something. And they end up in jail, poison or something. I mean, and I'm not uh, saying that Biden would poison Trump, but I'm saying if you go and put him in jail, does that not make Biden Putin? Uh, that gives us something in common, a common denominator. But it's so crazy so weird i mean in this whole thing we talk about presidential politics but it's not just presidential politics i mean just just uh let me read some of the headlines of the last couple weeks former u.s prosecutors say trump should not reply to a target letter he got a target letter from the department of justice uh from the special counsel and and saying that he might be indicted in four days now when you hear this show i I don't know what's going to happen uh we had to record a show early because uh, I'm checking out something up in uh, uh, New York City soon, and, and maybe we'll get to report on New York City. But I am telling you, when you look at uh, uh, the S- Senator Powell saying the ammo for Ukraine leaves the U.S. at risk, what has Doc Holliday been saying for the last two or three months? Are we 
more prepared in case of war than we were when uh, Joe Biden took office. We obviously not. We can't even get recruits to come into this woke military agenda that's going on. We we have missed all the recruiting uh, uh, goals uh, for for bringing in uh, new recruits. And on top of that, we're we're using ammunition quicker than we can replace it. And 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 really, it's dreadful to think about. They said it could be five to ten years to replace some of that. Where are we now? If you put the generals and the Joint Chiefs of staff in front of the uh, uh, congressional uh, delegation, they'd probably say, oh, we're, we're fine. Are we really? Can you tell the truth? Do we have the ammunition that we had, the levels we had before Joe Biden sent so much to Ukraine? And tell me this, where in the budget is the replacement of all this? Where has Joe Biden put that in a budget to replace it? No, he has not. We haven't seen it. He's not talking about it. He wants to wait to after the election and, and he'll probably get beat again if he gets beat. What did they, the Republicans always have to come in and clean up the mess that the Democrats leave us with when it comes to the Defense Department. And they're spending money on woke projects, but where's the ammunition? Where, you know, that, that old commercial, where's the beef? Some of you may not be old enough to understand that. Where's the beef? I'm saying, where's the ammunition for the United States of America and our allies? Where is it? How much we have? How much is deficient? And are we prepared? Are we prepared for a strategic, uh, for our strategic petroleum reserve? If we all of a sudden find ourselves in war, where's our strategic petroleum reserve, Mr. Biden? Where is it? For all the Democrats, are we prepared? Is this country prepared for a war if it comes out of nowhere? I hope it does. We've got Taiwan. We've got the war raging in Europe. If Ukraine and Russia, we don't need a war, don't want a war. And, and Joe Biden, I just the question is, are we prepared? Is that strategic petroleum reserve filled back up? It is not. Our private sector will hurt if we go to war and, and all of a sudden uh, supplies are cut off because we're not finding new wells. We're, you know, the woke agenda doesn't let you drill, doesn't let banks give loans. In a lot of cases, it, they won't let them give loans if somebody's out wildcatting looking for a new, new oil. And, and it, it, this country will pay a great price if our leadership doesn't wake up. Now, the congressional Republicans need to be bringing this to light. It shouldn't be Doc Holliday talking about it. It should be the congressional Republicans. But more headlines, you know, uh, House okays a resolution supporting Israel. Well, what about that? Isn't it grand? We can support Israel. We've been doing it ever since 1948 when they became a country again. But, oh, yeah, there was a Democrat that called Israel a racist state. You may know her. She's one of the woke four, or one of the squad. But uh, a lot of things are just, you know, again, you read headlines, you think, what country are you living in? The White House, our intelligence, the Secret Service. They don't know who brought cocaine. <laughs> they don't know who brought cocaine into the White House and left it. And, uh, I mean, uh I remember on a Saturday Night Live, somebody back in the 70s, if you're young enough to remember that, and they would talk about uh, uh, the, the, the supreme leader or whatever the name of the guy in Spain that had been there since World War II, before World War II, uh, Franco. Um, 
uh, he, he they kept saying he's still dead even though they make a make fun of it but i mean it's we should be making fun of they still have not found out who brought cocaine into the white house or we'll never know really is our intelligence in the white house is our security so bad that we don't know who would bring cocaine into the white house i mean really Really, they expect the American people to believe that. They ought to fire every one of the social, uh, the Secret Service agents if we don't know who brought cocaine into the White House. Fire them all. If it's not on camera, fire them all. Fire the entire Department of Justice if they can't find out who brought cocaine into the White House. I mean, what kind of security do we have? Why are we spending hundreds of billions of dollars on security and we don't know who brought cocaine into the White House? <laughs> Wow. Uh, but let's let's read some of these. Uh, here it is. Attorney John Eastman. Do you remember him? On January 6th, he was saying there is a legal reason why uh, he was saying there was a legal reason why Vice President Pence at that time could say, let's wait and make sure these votes are legitimate. That's all John Eastman was telling uh, that, that should happen. But now... <laughs> Now, they're claiming that special counsel Jack Smith is saying he may have broke the law, broke the law by contesting an election. And John Eastman, a fine attorney, teaches in law school, saying you contest an election that is not illegal. Wow. I mean, is it going to become illegal to contest an election? Freedom of speech, most important thing, or ability to... Uh, go vote and know our votes counted is that going to be illegal just to say let's make sure that all these votes are legal wow i mean what kind of country we're living in but that, that's not <laughs> we're going to get to larry kudlow here in a minute but let, let me just read a few more headlines uh, over this past week or so and um there there was one that uh um uh, talking about the FBI reportedly tells ex-agent investigating Hunter Biden not to answer certain questions. Oh, oh, they're getting involved, telling people what you can say and can't say. And then uh, and Donald Trump saying the Secret Service knows whose cocaine was put in the White House. He knows. He's been there. He knows the security of the White House. Uh, you know, uh, and we've heard the whole Trump family say they know. They know. And and what happened to, uh, when you talk about flying? Now, I'm, uh, as we're recording the show, I'm about to fly. But, I mean, you hear people on tarmacs for four hours with a baby with no water, not letting them off the plane. And then say, well, you get off the plane, then you lose your seat. All kind of, you know, this is uh, uh, our transportation secretary, booted edge. <laughs> well, you know, it's really gone downhill in the last three years. And they can't blame it on COVID anymore. We have just gone downhill when it comes to uh, the flying. I mean, you feel like cattle being rustled on and and out, and then you got uh, it, it's it's just tough out there because who because our transportation secretary has done nothing. It seems like things are getting worse. It makes you think the woke people. All the woke, they don't want us to drill for oil. They don't want us to use oil. You know, you got the feeling that they don't want Americans to fly in airplanes. They're going to make it so horrible and treat you so bad that you just say, I'm going to stop flying. Do you think that might be an agenda? Do you think that Secretary of Transportation, Buttigieg, 
Do you think he might say, what can we do to make people more miserable? So they'll stop buying these high-priced tickets. Let's raise them up a little higher. Let's force people to pay more, make them feel like uh, cattle being driven in and out, and just have a horrible experience when they're flying so that they'll stop flying. Is that the new awoke agenda? <laughs> well, yeah, I think it may be. Maybe somebody ought to look into that on a congressional investigation. Oh, they're just... You know, the headlines just, just continue to shock you. Just uh, continue to shock, uh, you know, just where has this country been and now where are we going? And it's up to you. It's up to me. And and we got to get out there and stand up for what's right. Listen, uh, I told you about Larry Kudlow and his insights. Let me play this clip. I got one and I'm going to play one on the second half right here. But I just want you to listen to his insight and know what what he's saying he's got so much brilliance he's he's getting older but he's that's why he's so good because he's been in the white house working as commerce secretary making one of the greatest economies ever and he's watching biden just tear it up but let, let's uh listen to this right here as he's talking about this presidential race that's shaping up for 2024 hello folks welcome to kudlow i'm larry kudlow well, it seems like every time former President Donald Trump extends his polling lead for both the Republican nomination and the general election over Joe Biden, the Joe Biden, Merrick Garland, Jack Smith, Alvin Bragg, Justice Department comes up with a new indictment. I'm sure this is just a coincidence. As you know, folks, former President Trump announced today that he is now the target of a January 6th grand jury investigation, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. It could happen in four days, according to Mr. Trump. And I will quote from Mr. Trump's announcement. So now, Joe Biden's attorney, General Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the U.S. Supreme Court in retrospect, based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision, together with Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political opponent, who was largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this has ever happened in our country before or even close. All right. I'm saying, does anybody think President Joe Biden wants Donald Trump in jail so he doesn't have to run against him? Just asking. I mean, the Alvin Bragg state charges could come to 170 years in jail. Some estimates for the Mar-a-Lago charges go up to 400 years in jail. With any luck at all, the new charges could add another couple of hundred years. So that's 570 years plus 200. That equals 770 years in jail for Trump. That ought to do it, President Biden, don't you think? After all, Mr. Trump is a very healthy and energetic 77 years old. But 570 years plus 200 seems a bit of a reach, even for Mr. Trump. Even I'm not going to be around that long. Biden ought to feel safe, you would think. And, of course, the fact that Mr. Biden faces allegations of money laundering, influence peddling, and bribery by a foreign national, along with additional allegations that he conspired to illegally hide classified documents, all that is of no consequence whatsoever in today's conversation, is it? But just to be sure... President Biden's going for more based on some kind of insurrection charge regarding Jan 6. I just wonder if there's anybody out there who doesn't think this legal assault on Trump is politically based. 
Is there anybody that doesn't think Mr. Biden is weaponizing his Justice Department, his FBI, his U.S. attorneys, and whoever else he's got at his executive disposable? Now, look, at, I'm a non-lawyer. You're going to have to cut me some slack on this as I think these thoughts. I do want to remind folks, however, what Mr. Trump did say back on January 6th. Now, don't fret. It's just one sentence. But it sure doesn't sound like incitement or insurrection to me. Please take a listen. I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Peacefully and patriotically to make your voices heard. Sounds more like peaceful free speech than insurrection. But again, I'm not a lawyer. Well, Larry's not a lawyer. I'm not either. But I'm just saying, wow, what what kind of country are we living in? When you, you take the top contender for the presidency and, and and give him 700 years in jail, you don't think that's enough? You got to just keep pouring it on, laying it on? Well, listen, I want to remind you, you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We're looking at Larry Kudlow's insights, playing a couple of clips. We got another one coming up here in a couple minutes. But let me remind you, as you listen to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics, uh, we got a book. I say we. I got a book. It's a novel, first novel I've written, but it's the beginning of a series. And you can get it for your Democrat friends, your Libertarian friends, your Green Party friends. <laughs> and some of you saying, I don't have any friends. Well, maybe you need to go out and make some uh, diverse friends. How are we going to get the message out that we got to save America if we don't talk to everybody? Sometimes uh, there's some people who are brainwashed, okay? Sometimes they can get over that brainwashing. And, and we got to keep working at it because the woke agenda is the broke agenda. And not only breaking bank accounts, breaking our national debt, it's breaking people's lives. It's breaking them up. So what I, just what I want to say is uh, go out there and, and don't be afraid not to fight you know, you you can watch TV shows to the left or right and watch that, but make some friends. They may not think like you, may not look like you, may not ever go to school that you've gone to, you know, but we got to love people and talk to them, listen to their story, and tell them how Biden, uh, Biden or is is everything costing more. It's one person's fault, Joe Biden. You can't blame it on COVID. You can't blame it on all this stuff. It's Joe Biden. He caused inflation, and, and, he, and he says inflation's going down. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, going down. But why did it go so high in the first place? It's because of Joe Biden and these radical Democrats and the whole woke agenda. Now, but going back to the book, let me tell you, you, you can get it for your friends. And it's not a conservative book or a liberal book or a woke book or a no-woke book. or It's a it's a story about a college student who's just trying to make some tuition money in the summer, helping his grandfather out in some uh, woods. It's called Hatchie Hills. And, and there they find a Chickasaw secret. And it's tied our way back to the days of King Solomon. Very interesting book. <laughs> it starts, and the sequel is going to be out this fall. And the entire series is a beginning. Hey, if you like Indiana Jones, if you like National Treasure, some action adventure stories, action adventure stories, this this book's for you. So go to www.hatchy.com.
Books.com and you ask how do you spell Hatchie? H-A-T-C-H-I-E. Books.com. Check out the book, order you one, and the ebook is very, very close to being ready. Uh, it's delayed again, but uh, if you want the ebook, you know, check it out and we will have it soon. Now, listen, uh, on this second half of the show, let, let's listen to what Larry Cutler, there's a, he's a, got an interview with uh, Stuart Varney and, uh, on Fox Business. And of course, Larry Cutler's got his own show on Fox Business. But listen, uh, we're going to listen to that interview. And I want you to just, just again, we're talking about Bidenomics, or what do you want to call it? This, this uh, there are people hurting, hurting bad, and and I hope we got better days coming. But uh, I'm afraid with the leadership we have in the White House and the Senate, and the and the woke agenda in charge, I can't see happy days are here again. I don't see it. I, I'm. I believe in America, but we need better leadership than what we have now. Much, much better. But listen, take a listen to this uh, 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 interview of Larry Kudlow. Let's talk 2024. We're about a month away from the first Republican primary debate, which will be on Fox News. Larry Kudlow's with me. All right, Larry, you say Trump cannot be beaten in the primaries. Tell me more. You sound pretty emphatic about that. Well, look, at that's not quite what I said. I said, at this point in time, he has an insurmountable lead in the polls. Oh, sorry. And every, every single poll shows that. But the key point that I want to make on here is Trump is running an issues campaign. Uh, nobody else really is, with the possible exception of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I mean, Trump has understood from almost day one that because of the failure of Bidenomics, this is going to be a kitchen table uh, pocketbook election. So he has emphasized, you know, drill baby drill energy dominance, low taxes, deregulation, uh, getting inflation back to where he left it at one and a half percent several years back. And also, Stu, on other issues, on public safety, uh, on the border, uh, on no endless wars, uh, on woke, things of that sort. Trump has just run. I mean, his campaign has put out uh, a couple of dozen videos on policies. I mean, they're really running. Besides his experience, they're showing that his got a, he has a forward-looking agenda, and I think that has helped him enormously in the polls. So it's kitchen, no, not kitchen sink, but kitchen table discussion. It's economics. So are we back to saying that's right? It's the economy, stupid. We heard that from way back yes. in the eight, 1990s, for heaven's sake. That's yes. where we're going. Now go ahead, Larry. Trump was the original. Trump was the original anti-woke guy fighting the culture wars. I mean, Trump made conservative Supreme Court uh, justices uh, nominations. And also, of course, Trump has argued that he wants to clean up the swamp. And I think he has a lot of credibility on those issues. But having said that, I think this is going to be much more about the economy. I mean, I don't want to downgrade the border. I don't want to downgrade public safety and things of that sort. Very important. But I think other candidates uh, have made a big mistake obsessing about woke issues and have no economic growth and prosperity agenda, which Trump has had from day one. And every speech he gives, 
every speech he gives, he has multiple paragraphs about these kitchen table issues. I mean, for example, he spoke down uh, in uh, West Palm Beach last weekend, I think it was Friday, um, a young people's conference. Um, he spoke about falling real wages for 26 months, killing the middle class. That's such a key, important point. Nobody else is making those points. Uh, there are others, look, I'm not saying the others don't have good conservative instincts. They do. Okay, and that it's a pretty strong bench and a pretty good field. But I think one reason Mr. Trump is almost lapping the field right now in terms of polls is because he's been so strong on the key issues that sure. matter to people most. One quick point. Inflation is coming down. You're at three percent at the consumer level. That's I'm not going to say that's a success for Bidenomics by any means, but the people understand that inflation is coming down. Isn't that a plus? for Biden going into the election? Well, Biden, look, Biden will try to sell it. But when you say inflation is coming down, the level of consumer prices has gone up 16 percent since Mr. Biden first took office. And that's what the killer is. Prices don't fall very much. Maybe in some cases, even gasoline. Sure, it's down from five bucks to three and a half. But it was under two dollars uh, when Biden took over. Don't you know you can confuse Wall Street year to year changes, but the level of prices continues to rise much greater than the level of wages, and that's what people feel the most. The money in their pockets and uh, uh, pocketbooks and wallets just doesn't buy what it bought a couple of years ago. You're worse off than you were two and a half years ago, and people know that very well. Well, I told you Larry Kudlow has some great insight. He, he's a brilliant thinker. He's got much experience. And I'd love to see him back in the White House someday working as Commerce Secretary uh, or Secretary of Treasury. A lot of good positions he could be in. But listen, I'm glad you listened to Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And like we've talked, this election for presidents, the presidency of the United States in 2024, it's already unlike anything we've ever seen. Where, which way is the direction going? What, what's going on? What's the polling? I mean, what you know, is Joe Biden actually going to put Donald Trump in jail? His number one opponent, he's going to put him in jail? You know, they, try, they did impeach Donald Trump for even trying to look at what Joe Biden had done in Ukraine. They impeached him for that. And Joe Biden's trying to put Donald Trump in jail, and nobody's saying anything about impeachment? <laughs> wow. Wow. The woke crowd is so arrogant. They are so prideful. They are so, so stuck on themselves that sometimes the stick man may break. And what does that mean? The stick man may break? Well, they're... There's a stick man beneath all the uh, blow and go and bluster of all this Ivy Leaguers who run in the country now. Every last one of them think they know it all, and they think they're going to twist America until our neck breaks so we'll be communist. Uh, don't let them stretch your neck out. You know, Some of them probably won't bring back the guillotine. Who knows? But that <laughs> we got a crazy world out there. Stand up for truth. Stand up for what's right. Stand up for the American principles this nation was founded on. 
and we will see better days. Maybe not immediately. They're coming, though. I believe in America. The freedom's in our DNA. Get out there. Do something. Don't just sit around. And please do not think it's over. They've won. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> the woke people want to be dominant. And how many times in world history has that lasted when you got a piece of junk? You're built, trying to build a whole movement on junk. You know, American democracy, republic, what Ben Franklin and others, our founding fathers, put together in this country. We still live under that Constitution because I believe it was God-given. You can look, where is it based on? Where, where did James Madison get so much of what he based it on? Some could it be called the Old Testament? <laughs> well, <laughs> he, that's where he got his, uh, that's where he uh, uh, spent years for his research and when he was in college. And I'm just saying there's something special about the United States of America's Constitution that stand behind it and get those who are breaking it up. Uh, uh, just make sure they get voted out of office. All right. God bless you. See you next week right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. Thanks for joining us today. And remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen. Or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you again next week.